Dear friends and listeners, thank you for joining us today. We would like to express our gratitude for all your support on episode one of our podcast series, Unite for Ukraine. In today's episode, me, Valeria, and my friend Alina will share our experience of the first day of war in Ukraine, the country where we were born, grew up, and where our parents, relatives, and friends still live. Hi, my name is Alina. I'm from Zaporizhia, but my parents live in Kiev. On the 24th of February at 5.30 in the morning, I woke up with sudden anxiety. The dawn was still far away. I can't describe this feeling. Once I turned my on my phone, I received messages from my mom who said, There is shelling in Kiev. We are still home. There are bombing military units. So waking up and hearing this terrifying news destabilized me. That day I woke up much later than Alina did. Actually, it was the last time I had a decent sleep in the last seven days. The moment I looked at my phone, I saw dozens of messages from my international friends and also people I haven't talked to in ages. The messages said, what's happening? Are you okay? Are you safe? What on earth is going on in Ukraine? And so on. My heart stopped for a second. Before answering anyone, I checked the news. Russia has invaded Ukraine. So here we come. I burst into tears and immediately called my parents, praying for them to pick up the phone. They did. They were safe. My parents tried to calm me down. They didn't want me to panic, but it didn't work. There is nothing that can calm you down when your country is at war, when your home is in danger, when the people you love are in danger, especially if the only thing you can do is to stay in front of your phone. I must say, besides fear that hit me, I immediately realized how alone I was, as I have no relatives in Geneva. The only person I could think was Alina, as I knew she, as a fellow Ukrainian, was going through the same thing as me. Yes, we supported each other. It was extremely important for me at that moment. Once I found out about the beginning of the war, time stopped for me. The only thing I could think about was war. I also want to say that the fact we cannot see what exactly is happening in Ukraine makes me feel even more worried and afraid about the situation. The first four days were the worst in my life. Every minute I was reading the news and shaking while sitting next to Valeria. We were out of this world. Every single message was provoking anxiety inside me and even panic attacks. I wish that nobody would feel the same. However, despite this destabilized mood, I started to inform people around me about what was happening in my country. I couldn't stay silent. It was not right. This is why I directly posted the messages that my mom sent me on Instagram and shared news. Two hours later, I received a message from my friend, who is a journalist at the Swiss radio and TV station, asking me to explain the situation and my state. Firstly, I told her the exact story of how my parents and relatives woke up in the middle of the war after hearing the bombs exploding. Then she offered me a chance to talk about my beloved ones, shocked, devastated, and passing through this horrible period of time. I felt that this was my opportunity to send the message of Ukrainians suffering for no reason to Swiss people and to the international community. Now, a week later, I can say you just learn to live with the uncertainty, pain and constant fear. 
You're afraid of falling asleep every night because you have no idea what news you're going to wake up to. I agree with you, Valeria. Every day I wake up in the cold sweat because I'm scared of what I will hear from my family and the news. My mom celebrated her birthday the evening just before the invasion began. She invited her relatives to her place and they had a nice dinner. They were laughing, talking about the future, plans and having fun. I was receiving joyful videos and sending best wishes to my mom. The day prior to the war, a few of my friends and I were discussing the situation in Ukraine in the common kitchen of our dorm. It was a normal evening of us talking about everything, except in the bottom of my heart, I was aware that the tension was rising in my country. I think many Ukrainians felt the same way after seeing Putin proclaim the independence of Donetsk and Lugansk on the 23rd of February. I can explain why. Since November, the whole world had been warning Ukrainians about Russian troops approaching the Ukrainian border. But there were no direct harmful actions yet at this moment. And also, there has been a war in Donbass for eight years now. So what was new? Frankly speaking, most people didn't really think that Russia would actually use all those troops against Ukraine. But now the proclamation of independence of the occupied regions, along with Putin's speech on how Ukraine is not a state, made it clear that he was ready to take radical steps in the near future. I could think of so many possible ways in which the situation could unfold. I was already imagining how I would feel if the war actually broke. But now I know for sure that whatever I imagined that night didn't even come close to what I experienced the morning of the 24th of February. I think that every Ukrainian living far from his or her parents will agree with what I will say. Starting from the 24th of February, our daily routine now starts at around 5 a.m. by checking if our parents are alive, if Kyiv is still ours, and checking the news. I don't know if this is also the case for my compatriots living outside Ukraine, but right now I need not only to work officially for the university, but also need to be engaged in every possible way to save my country and people escaping the country and those who are staying and refusing to leave their land. Well, thanks to the decision of only one uncontrolled human being, a lot of Ukrainians are forced to bear more burdens in an unexpected way. Yes, every Ukrainian and every non-Ukrainian who refuses to be indifferent to the situation has obtained a huge number of new responsibilities since last week. It is definitely extremely pleasing to see so many non-Ukrainians volunteering, donating money and providing humanitarian aid to the people of Ukraine. As far as we Ukrainians abroad are concerned, this podcast has also been a great way for us to deal with all the pain and stress we've been experiencing since day one. We are extremely grateful to all the people who listened to us. The primary goal of this project was to share our experiences with the international audience and provide them with honest opinions and reliable news at a time when so much misinformation is being spread. One last thing. If you feel that you want to stand with us to defend justice, please join the protest against the Russian invasion of Ukraine in Geneva on Saturday, the 5th of March. It will start at 2.30 p.m. at Place de Neuve. Unite for Ukraine. Slava Ukraini! Thank you for listening to our podcast episode 2. 
If you're motivated to take an action to save the lives of Ukrainians, please visit our Instagram for further information. Search for Unite for Ukraine on Instagram and follow us to stay updated.